This is B2B Radio featuring Mr. Biz, sponsored by Capital Plus. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a nationally recognized leading business-to-business advisor, will present information that helps reduce risk, improve financial performance, and change your company's future. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. Welcome to B2B Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And thank you to our show sponsor, Capital Plus. Unlock your capital and unleash your business potential. CPI creates customized financial solutions for growing businesses nationwide. So thanks to them. Definitely I recommend them um, if you need any sort of um, uh, factoring um, uh, factoring function in your business um, to where they can um, help finance your accounts receivable. If that's something that interests you, they're definitely a, a very highly recommended uh, company by me. I've used them. I've referred business to them. Great people, great company. So check them out. And you can find them at cpifunding.com or you can call them at 855-522-3951. Renee and company will take care of you. Um, so on today's show, we're going to talk. This has been a, a, a point of contention with several of the businesses that I work with on a regular basis. And so I thought, why don't I do a show about it? And we're going to talk about how to hire faster and better. Um, make the process a little bit quicker, make sure you get good people. Um, and so there's a whole litany of things and I literally almost broke it up into a couple of shows because I was worried I couldn't cover it all. So we'll see, um, how that goes, but I think we'll be all right. So I want to talk about recruiting, um, and then we're going to, and how to recruit and what are the best ways and best sources. And some of these things will be obvious to you, but some of these things as well, you know, as I mentioned all the time on the show, as a small business owner, you get so far down the weeds that sometimes things that are really obvious, you just miss them because you're just down in the weeds, putting putting out fires all day long, and you just miss some of the things that are that are right there in front of you. And uh, after we get through some of the recruiting things, we're going to talk about hiring. So how do you make that process better? How do you make sure you get good people um, and make the, the process more efficient for you? So in other words, what I mean by that is if you've got one opening, you shouldn't have to interview 25 people. If you have to interview 25 people, your process is broken. It's not the candidate's fault. And what I mean by that is the way you are recruiting people and bringing them in is not efficient. So your job descriptions are bad or um, there's there's some things broken in your process. It should be a lot more efficient to that than that. And we will cover those things. But first, we are going to talk through um, recruiting. And so there's a lot of different ways to go about this. And I think most people, when I talk to them about recruiting, the first thing they say is, well, they mention a service, um, whether they go out to, I know Craigslist, a lot of service businesses that I have worked with have used Craigslist in the past, and uh, some of them still do. Um, but I think the level of success with using Craigslist has gone down substantially. And I think you run into that situation I just mentioned where you get, you may get a fair pool, size of pool, volume of candidates, but they're not necessarily people that you're looking for. And so it makes it a little tougher and much less efficient. Um, or you'll hear people mention some other types of services, which we'll talk about in a little bit here. But I'm going to tell you some ways that are free ways. And again, some of these things are there are are obvious, but sometimes you may miss them. And one is looking at any mutual connections you have. So don't be afraid to reach out to your friends. Um, don't be afraid if you've got a LinkedIn account, for example, put it out on LinkedIn and say, hey, in this location, if it's location or geographic specific, obviously make sure you mention that. But you know, put it out there that you need. You're looking for someone. 
think about it. If you have someone that you already know and trust and they're referring someone to you, that's a warm referral. So the person who you're interviewing probably already has some interest because whoever referred them to you is your mutual friend has already given them some information about you, about your company, your culture, how you do business, et cetera. Um, so it's obviously a warm connection there. Um, and, and then hopefully people that you know and trust and, you know, you <laughs> they're not going to send you people that they wouldn't recommend themselves. Because if you think about it, as you recommend folks for jobs or for anything, like as I refer business, like example, for example, I just mentioned Capital Plus. I mean, I recommend them to everyone. If, if I refer you to Capital Plus and you go there and have a bad experience, which you won't, you wouldn't, but if you did, that's also a bad reflection on me. And so I think people look at re- referrals that way and all sorts of referrals, all, all sources. Um, so you, you need to look at that and take advantage of your network and use that. Um, along those same lines, don't be afraid to ask your employees. This is even better because your employees know the company culture. They know how you do business. They have firsthand experience with how you do it. So when the first example I mentioned with your mutual connections, well, your friends might not do business with you per se. They know what type of person you are, but they don't know what it's like to work for you. So if you have employees that are out there, they can be advocates for you to find good people. Um, And think about it, employees, similarly to what I mentioned earlier, but even more so and more powerful, they have a vested interest in bringing other good employees in. They don't want to bring in crappy employees because if, think about it, if you hire someone that's a poor employee, that person who brought helped bring them in and referred them in, your employee, is going to have to do more work. Is going to pick up the slack for the slacker, right? So they're not going to want that. So they're going to bring you good people. And, again, it's almost like a pre-screening. They're going to bring you good people, and those people will already have an idea, again, of what it's like to work in your company, what are the daily tasks, um, what are you like as a boss, or if there's other bosses, managers in the business. They have already given them all that. They've already asked those questions, certainly. That clears up a lot of the gray areas and a lot of the clutter that you find. And that, again, gets you out of that where you have to interview 25 people to find you know, one uh, person to make an offer to. So definitely a really good resource there. And you, along those lines, you could even offer with either one, any type of your mutual connections or employees, you can even offer a referral bonus if you need to. Um, sometimes that's pretty powerful as well. It gives people a little more incentive uh, to uh, make sure they're keeping an eye out for folks for you. Um, and here's another one that's somewhat related to that. So as you ask employees, obviously, to spread the word, one way to do that is what is everyone on? Social media. So use that. If you have a Facebook page, if you're a business Facebook page, which if you don't have one, you need to get one. Um, uh, critically important, and I've talked about that before. But So share your need for employee an employee on your social media page, and hopefully your employees are connected to your social media page. Have them share that within their network. So let's say, for example, here's how powerful this can be. Let's say, for example, you have 10 employees, and they each have... 300 friends on Facebook and they share each of those 10 employees share that on their profile. You have just reached 10 times 300. You just reached 3000 people with that. If anyone comments or likes or shares it in addition, it just absolutely explodes and becomes a lot bigger. So take advantage of that all free, obviously. And don't be afraid to ask for that. Um, you got to be visible where your candidates are. So this is an easy one too. So, Think about where your optimal candidates are and typically and make sure you're there. So what I mean by that is, you know, if you're in the service industry, where do people in your industry, where are they? Where are they going to see your 
your job description or your 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 one ad, so to speak. Um, put those things out there. I mean, I know again, I was in a service business, and it, there was um, they had some warehouse positions that were um, that required a lot of physical activity and a lot of um, uh, heavy lifting. You know what we did? We literally went around in a twenty mile radius and put a, 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 a one ad essentially up in every single gym that was in the 20 mile radius of this place. They got a ton of people. These people are physically fit. Most people who go to the gym are physically fit. Um, like to lift stuff, physical, um, good stuff. So they got really good candidates. Um, and they, so they were visible where their candidates were. So very important there. So that's a few tips on recruiting. We'll come back. We'll give the Mr. Biz tip of the week. We will continue talking through some recruiting tips. Um, and then um, at some point during that second segment, we'll start getting into better ways to, um, to optimize your hiring process as well. Obviously, you can go out and follow us on social media as well. Um, Mr. Biz Solutions on Facebook, on, on Twitter, I'm at Mr. Biz Tweets. Do you need to dive into online marketing but don't know where to start? Maybe you need an expert to help design your website. Or maybe you just need to drive more traffic to your website. Our Biz Marketing is here to help. Our customized local service specializes in digital lead generation. Our Biz Marketing, where our business is marketing your business online. Go to rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available. To submit questions to the show, email them to MrBiz at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. Welcome back to BB Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And it's time for the Mr. Biz tip of the week. And this week's tip is marketing is an example of spending money to make money. Small businesses should spend somewhere between 2 and 15% of their annual revenue on marketing. I say that with all, I should clarify a little bit. Most of the businesses I work with are somewhere in the 2 to 8% range in what they spend on their annual revenue. But the point being, if you're above that, it's really, if you're really looking to make a huge surge in the market or you have a new product launch or something like that. Um, but even in down times, you should look to spend 2% to keep your name out there and keep things going because in a down market, the last thing you want to do is, is start to dry up your uh, your, inc- your incoming pipeline. So very important stuff. So let's get back into recruiting. So on this week's show, we're talking about how to hire faster and better. Um, so we've gone through a bunch of recruiting tips on how to uh, recruit people. Many of these things are actually all of these things have been free thus far. We're going to continue walking through some of these recruiting tips, and then we're going to talk about how to hire and optimize your hiring process. Now, before we do that, I want to mention thanks to our show sponsor, Capital Plus. CPI removes the hassles of balancing cash flow by becoming your full-service credit and collections department. So I mentioned and alluded to this a little bit earlier, but you can also obviously go to um, some sort of a paid service. So you can use ZipRecruiter. You can use Indeed. Um, those are two that are very popular right now, and I think you can have pretty decent results, depending on what your business is, of course. But I think both of those offer something that's fairly economical, pretty good value. You can target things pretty appropriately. You can, um, uh, and and you know, sort of hit your target market and uh, target audience, and most of those different things. So again, it depends on your business, but I think those things are valuable um, in a lot of different ways. 
one that I love to use, and again, this one is all free and it can be very valuable, is contact um, a bunch of um, public local organizations. It could be a college, so depending on what your business is, you may be able to get an intern. You may be able to find people who are graduating seniors that will be looking for jobs in that would you know fit your what you're looking for. Um, it could be uh, contacting your local chamber of commerce, um, Facebook groups. Gosh, this is a really good one, uh, especially if you're in the service industry, um, any type of service business as far as you know plumbing, electrician, HVAC, lawn care, things like that. Um, I know just here in Central Ohio, we have a ton of different Facebook groups that are networking and small business-like groups. You can post in there and um, a lot of times get some good folks out of that. Go to, if you have any vocational trade schools around, so especially let's say you have an auto repair shop. I mean, geez, that would be fertile ground to find really good people there. Um, You can go to government agencies, um, uh, like an economic development type of agency. Um, I tell you one thing we used at one of the businesses, we had manufacturing jobs, and um, we targeted, and it sounds like a bad word to say it that way, um, but we literally went out to halfway houses that were in the city that are, were on the bus route from between the, the um, uh, halfway house and our plant. And because the uh, owner was willing to give people a second chance. So even if you were convicted of a felony, as long as it wasn't, you know, you had a couple stipulations, couldn't be this or that or whatever, but as long as it wasn't that, he was willing to give people a second chance. And so that was really valuable. We did that as well. Um, that was good. You, you know, I'll say this one, this one comes from a little bit from my heart. So, um, some of you may have heard me speak before. I'm a board member and a treasurer for a charity called Family Promise. And what we do is we help homeless families get back on their feet. And sometimes that's in the form of helping them find a job. So you can also go out to nonprofit agencies and offer to say, hey, if you get people through some uh, an organization such as a Family Promise, and there are Family Promises across the country, um, but that's just one example, and say, hey, I'd be willing to you know, hire people um, you know, that need a job. Um, Here's one I love, and it's you should add some sort of applying uh, apply form um, on your website because that way you can always potentially have a pipeline. So put that on your homepage of your website even. Make it a, a menu option that people can go online and apply, and that also gives you a place to send people. And you can have a brief um, application on there. But even if you don't have a, a, a current job opening, it allows you to have a pipeline. So when you do have an opening or you know one that's coming, you can um, go through those people that have um, have applied online on your on your website. Um, along those lines, don't hesitate for a second to put. I know you see these a lot of times on like um, uh, semi trucks. It'll say you know now hiring, and it'll have a phone number, or have a website. Put those signs on your vehicles. Um, so if you have a a service business and you've got vehicles with um, any type of branding and logos and things like that on them, which you definitely should have. Put a, put a now hiring um, sign on there with a phone number and or if you have that apply form on your website, like I just mentioned, you could send them to your website um, and that make it a little more efficient for, for you. The last recruiting tip I would mention is, and it's a little kind of on the hiring side, really, it's kind of a good segue between the two, is um, before you hire someone, think about this. So make a conscious effort to make this decision. And we did this in my corporate life, is when someone would leave, we wouldn't automatically just post the job. We would say, do we really, really need to hire that position? Or can we shovel things around and we can we make it without it? And not when I say make it, I don't mean struggle through and make people work a bunch of hours and all that stuff. But sometimes we get into a, this is the way we've always done it mode, and sometimes that's not the best way to think about things clearly. 
So it's important to really sit back and think. And I especially use this in my CFO roles in my corporate life is, you know, we would have departments that would, they would lose people and the jobs would be open for 90 or 120 days. And I would literally look at them. I'd look at the age on, on our open positions and say, do you really need this? Oh yeah, we absolutely need it. Well then how the heck have you been surviving for the last 90 or 120 days? Um, and there could be an answer to that, but a lot of times it was like, well, and it makes people think a little bit. So think if you need the person and need to replace them. And the other thing is consider hiring um, some type of virtual help or a freelancer or even a temporary employee, especially if it's just to fill a seasonal need. So if you have a cyclical business and you just need someone for, say, three months, consider hiring someone on a temp basis. Um, they'll, you'll pay a little more in the short term, you know, per hour, say, for example, than you would to hire a full-time employee. But at the end of that three months when you might not need them anymore, you you can cut ties and you don't have to worry about having to let someone go. Um, as an employee, you want to pay benefits, um, as well as it could be a pipeline for you that that person you as you have as a temp, you may they may be a really good employee. You may say, gosh, we want to hire you full-time when we do have an opening. So it can uh, also offer you um, a pipeline as well. So those are some of the things I would suggest to do for recruiting. So let me um, just dive into hiring here just a little bit, and then we'll we'll, uh, we'll hit the break and we'll finish up hiring in the last segment. But the first thing I want to lead with on hire, on the hiring side is, you know, one of my Mr. Biz tips of the week is to hire on loyalty, work ethic, and character because everything else can be learned. If you find people who have those three characteristics, again, anything, everything else can be learned. And I think so many times when we go to hire people, we look for technical skills. And, of course, depending on your your business, those are important. Um, but don't, it shouldn't just be that because how many times have you hired someone who has really good technical skills but they're severely lacking in one of these other intangibles and they, as a consequence, are a terrible employee. People don't like working with them. They're not coachable, things like that. So you want to make sure that you know, you're really, really focusing on those three things. But one of the things you need to do is make yourself a, a viable employee um, and you want to make it, you make sure, build your employer brand. So you know, one of the things I saw and I looked up some statistics on this, more than 75% of people are passive job seekers. They're not currently looking, but they are open to new opportunities. So you want to make sure you're a sort of preferred employer with, along those lines. And here's another stat for you. 69% of people are likely to apply if you if your brand is action-oriented. So if you respond to reviews, if you have an updated website, things like that. Um, if you do that and become a preferred employer in your niche, you, you don't have to do a lot of recruiting. People will come to you. I mean, think about the Googles of the world. Think about, I know in my corporate world, like um, in investment banking, Goldman Sachs, like everyone wants to work at Goldman Sachs in investment banking. So consider those things. We're going to hit a break. We'll continue on hiring. Are you frustrated with trying to grow your business? You're not alone because the business growth experts at TriTraction are here to help. TriTraction's proven business systems, marketing, and sales formula has helped many businesses like yours achieve amazing results. Could your company benefit from explosive sales growth and a huge jump in website traffic? Call 800-719-4281 today for a free consultation with the business growth experts at TriTraction. That's 800-719-4281. Systems plus marketing plus sales equals business growth. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at 
info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate because there are limited spots available. Follow Mr. Biz on social media at Mr. Biz Tweets on Twitter and Ken Mr. Biz Wentworth on LinkedIn. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right. Welcome back to BDB Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And we are talking today about recruiting and hiring the best people and how to make it faster and better, more efficient. Um, And so we've just kind of gotten into the hiring. We've talked the first two segments uh, primarily about recruiting. And so now I want to talk through a little more on the hiring process and how you can make that more efficient. So um, you want to make sure that the process is efficient and you make quick decisions. That's one of the things I've seen repeatedly. Um, Another statistic is the best candidates are typically off the market within 10 days. So when you drag out this process and you belabor the whole thing and you, you kick around and can't make a decision, it, um, you're going to lose some of those candidates. They're gonna, you're going to reach out to them and they just accept another job or anything. You're going to lose out on some of those people. Do what you say you're going to do from a timing perspective. This is one of the things that's super frustrating for candidates, I know. And one of the things that I think helped me when I was in the corporate world when we would hire folks is we would literally set out, we would put together an interview team who was going to make the decision on who was being hired Whoever the lead person was, whoever that person was going to work for was the lead. They would choose, you know, a couple of people to do an interviewing with them. And we literally would, what we would typically do is sit down, again, this is on sort of make it efficient, is try to have all the candidates come in at the same time, around the same time in a window. And then we would get done with that and we would literally, the interview team would sit down and talk about were they good, were they not good, who'd you like, who'd you not like, et cetera. And you can make a decision right there. Um, and what I like to tell people is, you know, again, if you tell, you interview someone and they go, well, geez, you know, when can I expect to hear back from you? Because think about it. They may, if they're in a job market, they're probably interviewing for other jobs and they want to know roughly about when you're going to get back to them. And when you tell them, oh, we're going to make a decision by the end of the week and they have to call you at the end of the following week. I mean, not good. Right. Um, and again, you may lose them based on what I just mentioned to you about the best candidates being gone within 10 days. And the other thing I'll mention is consider the cost of the entire interview process and everything. So you want to make sure you're trying to make that as efficient. So here's a tip that we used at another business is we, instead of having people come in one off here, there and everywhere, we're trying to schedule people. We literally put an ad on indeed and we use some of these other tips I mentioned for recruiting in the first segment. And as we got people interested, candidates would call, we would let them know we set a date that was about 10 days out. And we set a three-hour window, and we said, if you're interested, we're doing interviews on fill-in-the-blank, but Thursday between 2 and 5 p.m. And actually, what I would suggest to do is to make it outside of normal business hours at least an hour. Uh, so maybe in this case, you make it from 3 to 6 or something like that, because think about it. If people already have a job and they don't want their current employer to know they're interviewing, they're going to want to sort of make that on the down low and not necessarily leave work to come and interview with you. Um but we did that, and literally everyone comes at the same time, and you're able to interview everyone at the same time. And so in that case, so if we did 3 to 6, we literally blocked off from 6 to 7 to talk about the candidates we just interviewed for three hours. It's, they're all fresh in your mind. You don't have to remember about Bob you interviewed two weeks ago, Susie three days ago, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it makes it uh, a lot more efficient. And as I mentioned at the outset of the show, if you have to interview 25 people to find one, Again, your process is inefficient, and one of the ways it's not is your job description probably stinks. And it may be a job description you've had for that job for 10 years, and you've never dusted it off. Um, but what's happening is you're attracting people who are not what you're looking for. So you need to look back at that job description in a lot of cases. Make sure it's very honest and transparent. 
you don't want to sell them a bill of goods just to get them in the door because then they're going to come in and not be happy because they're doing things that they weren't expecting. Um, they avoid surprises. Um, and the big thing on a job description I'll mention is highlight what makes working at your company different than others in your industry or your niche. So if you're a plumbing company, don't just put out there the typical things that a, a, a plumber would do in your business. Every employee, a plumbing company does that, right? Every one of them has that. You want to tell people, why do I want to work at Ken Wentworth Plumbing? Why? Why am I going to leave where I'm at at Bob Jones Plumbing or Susie Jones Plumbing and go to Ken Wentworth Plumbing? Well, here's why. I'm going to put that in the job description. So if you have someone who's a little bit disgruntled in their current job, but not necessarily looking, like I mentioned before, maybe they're passive, but they're willing to consider new opportunities, and you put something in that job description to say, come work here because we do X, Y, and Z, and we offer these benefits, um, or we offer... Um, X vacation, something that's is more appealing and highlights why working at your company is better than your competitors is very, very important and will help your recruiting tremendously. And, and as well, obviously get you hiring, getting the right people and getting good people. Um, you know, don't, don't forget to utilize social media. So I mentioned some of this with the recruiting, but you can use it to promote your company, um, to be that active brand I mentioned, um, you can use it with recruiting, how I mentioned with having, you know, you sharing it, your employees sharing it, et cetera. But here's another way on the hiring process. Use social media to check your candidates. So you likely do a background check. Well, make that part of your background check. And I'm not talking go out and stalk them for three hours on social media. You don't have to do that. But you can literally go out and Google someone's name and find out a crap ton of information about them within 15 minutes. Um, and you might be able to see something where, and this is going to de- definitely date me, and I, I promise I watched the black and white reruns, but I remember as a kid we would watch every day. It was on the same time on a particular channel, Leave it to Beaver, um, and there was a character on there that was friends with the with the uh, sons, and he was like kind of a Weasley guy. In front of the parents, he was like Mr. Nice Guy, but he would always entice the boys into doing things they shouldn't be doing, and his name was Eddie Haskell. And I mentioned that to say you're going to have some Eddie Haskell candidates. They're going to come in. They're going to interview with you. They're going to think they're great. And then all of a sudden you go on their social media and you find out that they've got some awful things and they have some bad habits and, you know, whatever. They're not the person you thought they were. So, again, you can spend, once you get it narrowed down to a couple of people and you're trying to decide, gosh, we like all three, which one do we choose? Go out and do a quick Google on their name and see what you can find out. Um, that may help you make that final decision and make a better decision. Um Another thing, and I sort of alluded to this a little bit before, but make sure that the personality fits sort of the daily job functions. Um, if you need someone who is the face of your business and answers the phone and greets customers as they come through your front door and you have someone who's passive and very shy, probably not going to work, right? You don't want that. You want someone who's going to greet people and be bubbly and cheerful. Look for that. Not just that they have really good skills with answering the phone or if it's admin skills or things like that that are part of the job. Make sure the personality fits. They'll be happier when they get there and they'll do a much better job for you, and it makes all the difference in the world. One of the other examples I'll give you is along the same lines is, and I did this in the corporate world as well, is make sure that you, when someone leaves and you're going to replace them, um, or even you're going to add someone new to your team, make sure you assess the team you have and what weaknesses are on the team. And you want to find, you want to hire people with the weaknesses you have. And so that way you round out your team better. You don't want to hire people that are all just like you or just like everyone else that works for you. Because then you end up with everyone's the same and you end up with a lot of group think and things don't get better. You want someone who has a little bit of a different viewpoint. Um, I've experienced that in my corporate life 
well, real quick, I had a, a boss, and we went through the Myers-Briggs testing, which is like a personality test, and he had eight direct reports, or there were eight of us total, seven direct reports in him. All eight of us had the exact same personality type, and he was really excited about it. And I remember thinking in the back of my head, that's not good because we all think the same way. You want to have some variety in there that, that makes your team more well-rounded. Um, and I mentioned before, again, I can't emphasize enough, don't just focus on the technical skills. Make sure that you're hiring on loyalty, work ethic, and character. Very, very important. Um, look for things, you know, some of the intangible things such as coachability. Look for their attitude, dependability, right? You need people that are going to show up every day. It sounds obvious, but gosh, a lot of businesses I work with, they struggle with people, finding people that will do these things. Um, and a bonus tip and the last one I'll leave you with is consider using um, some sort of profit sharing that will position you in many cases above your competitors so you will get the best of the best, the cream of the crop um, in your industry, in your local geographic area or if you're if you're geographically um, fenced in. Um, we did this with a small uh, construction company and it worked absolute wonders um, and it, no one else was doing it. So he offered a profit sharing whereas there was a job and if it was going to take $800 and they could do it cheaper. Um, without sacrificing quality, he would split the difference with them. So the business would keep half of what they save. So a great thing to do and set you apart from your competitors. Whew. Well, that was, uh, we, we actually got them all in talking about recruiting and hiring and how to f- hire faster and better. So hopefully you enjoyed that. Thanks for listening. Thanks to our show sponsor, Capital Plus. Have a great week and don't forget, cash flow is king. This has been B2B Radio with your host, Mr. Biz, sponsored by Capital Plus. Capital Plus is your trusted resource for commercial financing and accounts receivable management. They've been providing working capital to businesses nationally for 25 years. Learn more about them at cpifunding.com or to schedule a free consultation, call 855-522-3951.